Welcome to another Speaker Giga Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve. And I'm the other half of the Derby Boys, Tommy T. I'm in the building, man. What's good? What's going on, man? Man, I'm excited. Super excited, man. We got a, a guest. Yep. A guest that we've been, like, I've been super excited about this oh, one. Oh, this since. ain't just no any guest, man. Right, right. I've been so excited about this one since we uh we first started talking about it. Um, I don't know how I want to introduce him, man. We I just do it like this. The CEO of Trademark TV, LLC. Mm-hmm. A lifestyle channel that focuses on embracing black culture and the things that he's fond of. Mr. Money Mark. Everybody. Oh, hey. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey, bro. You know what got my damn attention? What's that? Boy said, hey, everybody. I said, where the hell that clap come from? This is a <laughs> I didn't know this was a religious, a religious podcast. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, <laughs> that's too funny, man. <laughs> man. No, nah, but uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate you being on the, on the episode with us today. And, uh, you know, we get right into appreciate it, y'all. man. Appreciate y'all for having me. Hey, no problem. No problem. So, but before we get into anything, Steve, what's been in your speakers this week, bro? Man, oh man, oh man. Yo, all right, check it out. So my speakers been pretty interesting. Uh, man, I don't know what I was into, but I was like in this hustling mode. And like yeah. two of my favorite rappers that always kind of get me like out of slumps that I like to listen to, man. Starlito and Don Trill. So man, I've been on that Step Brothers 2, Step Brothers mm-hmm. 3. And mm-hmm. then uh man, after that, man. I rolled over into that uh man, I rolled into that Freddie Gibbs, bro. Bro. That Freddie Gibbs, bro. <laughs> bro. Hey. I just listened to it. Hey, you talking yeah. about some look, look at here. I was <laughs> on my way to pick up some J's and like I'm out here in the country, right? So I got this long, nice little drive to this other little hip. It's way out here in this place called Pulaski. Hey, look at here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> way out there. Pulaski. All right. Um, so as I was on this nice ride listening to this Freddie Gibbs, man, I swallowed and listened to this album about like three or four times. Yeah. I'm going to slap it from beginning to end, man. Oh, yeah. And I never thought I would want to hear a Freddie Gibbs and Tyler the Creator feature. <laughs> Yo, Tyler snapped on that thing, bro. Hey, Tyler snapping, though, man. I like Tyler. I like Tyler. Yeah, he's <laughs> snapping, man. So, um, man, after that Freddie Gibbs, man, I had to jump on that big crick. Since yeah, it was course. re-released. Uh, I was pretty surprised by this because they took a lot of songs off. Yeah. Yeah, they changed it up a little bit. But I'm okay with it. It's quick. Um, and then after that, man, that Joel Ortiz and that King Crooked. <laughs> hey, you talking about nothing but spitting. That's yeah. all that was. Bro, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, man. Oh, man, you got to get to that. Yeah, You got to get to that as soon as possible. So, man, other than that, man, I pretty much round out my week, man. That's your week? Yeah. That's what's up, man. Hey Mark, what you been listening to this week, man? Oh uh, man, I've been listening to um F- FKJ, the saxophone player. Mm-hmm. Uh Dexter Gordon, he's a trumpet player. Yeah. Uh let me see what else I've been listening to. See it from the um internet. I've been listening to her. Okay. And uh I don't know, man. I've just been listening to like a lot of instrumentals like jazz music. Yeah. When I'm thinking and shit. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear another nigga talk. Right, right. Man. <laughs> yeah. It gets so like I, that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I listened to the Freddie Gibbs yesterday. That's my, I think it's 
my cousin Dexter put me on Freddie Gibbs like two or three weeks ago. He sent me 24 care of Jesus. Yeah. Mm. And uh <laughs> um, and he put me on colors as well. And I just like the way like dude is an authentic rapper. You feel mm-hmm. me? So mm-hmm. like his breathing and everything, like he can actually fucking rap. But right. he picks uh timeless beats, sort of like Rick Ross, but they don't have a, a jump a drum pattern or a tempo like Rick Ross's. So mm, he's gonna ever, forever be like a outstanding rapper. But yesterday I listened to Freddie Gibbs twice. I like uh Scotty Beams or something like that. And yeah, that's it. That's the one yep. with uh I think Ross is on that one. Ross, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So I, ain't, I ain't been listening to nothing. I listened to that new uh little baby. And Gucci Man's single yesterday too. How'd you feel about that? One? That's that's push a push a woman out the car, Gucci Man. Right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Said, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? After I heard that, it all makes sense because there, it was a report that came out about Gucci, kind of going back to that old Gucci talking about I'm the one that shot your homeboy. Yeah, and I was like, oh. So it all makes sense now. But uh, yeah, I heard that as well, man. That thing is slapping. Man. Yeah, yeah I heard that one, man. Um, I ain't really give it a good listen, though, man. It's kind of like, I like the uh, little Baby, and then, of course, I like Gucci. So I was like, let me play it. But I ain't really give it a good in the car listen or whatnot. So, um, what? You got to, man. Gucci, man, said, y'all rappers going broke, but you blame the coronavirus. I said, <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> there it is. That's a fact right now. That is a fact right now. Folks ain't it's, getting shows. It's rough out here, man. Um, mm-hmm. man, honestly, dog, like I started the week off with like 90s RB mm-hmm. for some unknown reason. I was just going through YouTube and just pushing, pushing whatever plays. And then uh Big Crit Funeral, uh Lil Wayne released Funeral, the deluxe, the deluxe version. version. So I listened to a few of those tracks. Um, of course, I listened to Freddie Gibbs. What else was it? Um, Trapper Man Dale. Ooh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I, I don't to know Trapper how Man. I got. I don't know how I got to him, but I, I remember I saw uh, Mark. I saw you post something about it, and mm-hmm. then I was on title and I was just looking for new music because they they challenged me to listen to a new person every week. So. Uh, <laughs> I listened to him. I was like, dude, sound, he's tough. Is he from Nashville? Nashville. Yeah. 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 Um, he reminds me of uh All Star. Stalito. Um, but it's straight. Trapper oh, yeah. Mandel, flight risk. Dude, you, snapper, to you gotta go back. You gotta listen to him and Starlito mixtape together. Yeah. Oh, they got one together. Say. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was just about to say. I'm gonna check back that out. That. Um, man, look at you. You two for two, man. About two for two, man. Hey, hey, new y'all, stuff. Y'all, look, y'all Goodness told gracious, me, hey, man. every week, listen to somebody new. I got you. <laughs> I'm going to listen you. to somebody new every week <laughs> until new people stop coming out. Oh. Then I'm going to just change up. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much, man. Like, once Crick came out with the uh, new release, man, I was pretty much done with listening to any other music, so. <laughs> you know one thing like you know Crit used to be like one of my favorite rappers till he got out of that Def Jam deal right yeah then it's like you go to his concerts and he can't perform none of that old stuff so he, he can't uh, yeah 
No, so his concerts be like he pissed me off that last concert I went to. Not saying he remember him and Saha had a concert not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, they did know, it here in Nashville. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he yeah. uh, and he ended the damn show in the choir room and performed "Keep the Devil Up Off Me." Like I was trying to hear, what you mean you ain't nasty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying yeah. to hear was he ain't afraid of lions, tigers, and bears, but he's scared to be in love with you. I have some stuff like that. That old crit stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good point. That is a good point. I never thought about that. Because I was just bumping out to the new album, and Mm-mm. now that you say that, I was like, Shit. So would he have to he'll have to buy his music back from them, or how would that work? I don't know, man. I don't know, because I don't know. I need the wood necklace big creek to come back out. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I think it really depends on what the uh, structure of his deal was. Yeah. And that's the whole thing with like owning your masters because they probably more than likely own his masters. Uh, and I probably have to research that. So I, I'm going to say allegedly they own his masters. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, if you're leaving and it's on, I don't know, depending on the terms of how you left out, left out mm-hmm. they may try to cease and desist you and make it where you can't perform that on music because they own it. And then also on his play, it may be him not performing it so that he doesn't give them more money. So yeah. Yeah, it really depends. Yeah, oh, okay. so I need that old stuff, but yeah, man, I don't know. That's interesting. Though. I never thought about that. He did yeah. bring Jill Scott out in Nashville, didn't he? Yes. Yes. I, and like everybody was, I think everybody's kind of waiting on it because Jill lives here. Yeah. Uh, I think she's in Franklin, Tennessee somewhere. Um, but everybody was kind of waiting like, is he going to bring out Jill? And then, man, she came out and the place went like crazy. I already know it. Yeah. I got it on tape somewhere. Well, not tape. I'm talking about fucking tape. Look at you. I got it on, got my, it on, I got it on video somewhere. What <laughs> a VCI at. Yeah, damn VCI tape. Ready. <laughs> but yeah. Look, so. Yeah, I love Jill Scott, though, man. Man. Amazing. She, she On that Roots You Got Me Live, mm-hmm. she, man, she, she spelled her name. I ain't never heard nobody spell their name so that <laughs> damn good. And the way she sing about fucking breakfast, shit. Bro, <laughs> she she probably like like one of the best singers of my time that I'm like truly in love with, man. Like I love some Jill Scott, bro. I'm gonna tell you who the best singer. I know this kind of off the ripter. No, nah, go for it, man. See it from the internet when the way her little gay butt be singing about them women. She sing about women like Babyface used to sing about women, bro. She like the the female Babyface, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> so, so melodic. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to. Uh, you said she. Uh, what did she come out with? Well, I was listening to the Free Nationals album. Ah, but, um, got yeah. you. And she's on that, and she has a couple of songs with Daniel Caesar. I listen mm-hmm. to, uh, and I just listen to the internet in general. So. Yeah, gotcha. I'm, I'm gonna pull that up. Her. I'm yeah, listening to check her out. Yeah. Um, so what news have you heard about this week, man? All right, man. Yo, it's been some news this week. Right, like I've been some, dreading this part this look, whole week, man. <laughs> it's been some funny news and it's been some horrible news. Yeah. Uh man, I'm starting with the funny news. So please. Okay. DMX. So DMX, if, if people <laughs> if, if you don't know, DMX uh called Loyal 
pretty much called Lloyd Banks trash uh, yeah. as far as his rapping skills. Now, this week, he came out pretty much saying, hey, I apologize to Lloyd Banks. I thought he was Tony Yayo. He couldn't remember who was who. Uh, <laughs> so now we got Tony Yayo saying, uh, pretty much not feeling what DMX was saying. And, man, pretty much referred to him as a crackhead. I don't know where this is going to go, but it's not going to end well for Tony Yayo. That's all nah, I know. <coughs> Banks going to be fine. So. But Yayo, I, I, I don't know. So, yeah, that, that was pretty hilarious during my week. Um, uh, as far as the news, um, after that, uh, anybody? So there's this whole situation with Doja Cat, and I've been trying to look into it, but I'm a little confused on it. But they were saying something about her with the racist rant videos or whatever. First thing I thought I was like, "Ain't she black?" And then I so I went and immediately look up, you know, what the deal was with her. And I mean, her father's like, uh. I think her father is South African and yeah. and her mother's Jewish. So, but yeah, there's a video and like a lot of people right now are like canceling on uh, Doja Cat. So now tell me, I know you're a big fan of her. Yeah, man. I saw you shaking your hand. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know too much about this. I read through it and she has apologized for anything that is fending her. But yeah, man, Doja Cat look like she's in a tough spot right now, man. Brad, from my understanding about that, um, Doja Cat, um, like, made a video, like, some years ago saying something, like, agreeing with somebody that said something racist or something like that. I don't really know, man. She think it in a snicker, though. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> hey, she think of hell in that movie video, ain't she? The uh, yeah. what is it? Say so, yeah. Doja juice. I drink some Doja juice, <laughs> <laughs> man. Nah, like, she, she, like, I like her, man. Her music is good, though. Her music is solid, man. But I, with that whole situation, I honestly don't know. I can't really find any information about it, man. So, yeah, I've been, uh, but she definitely apologized for it. Yeah, she definitely did. So, I'm uh, we're gonna see what is that, that enough? Here. You think that's enough? You talking to me or Mark? Both of y'all, either oh. either one. Me, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yet. We stay in a time where everybody's sensitive, so you can't even yeah. say, "Hey, I'm about to take a bath." So it's going to be somebody like you using water. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like, you using soap. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. everything. I'm not saying she's wrong or she's right, but it, it, we stay in a sensitive time that everything. People feel oppressed by everything you do. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Especially when you are a you know public figure right. uh, that's starting to heat up. They're looking for you to do something wrong. Yeah. So yeah. they're digging into crate just in the crate just to find something. Yeah, they you definitely know what I'm saying? did that. So it, it is. Yeah, it's an interesting time right now. Yeah. Um. Lastly, on my news list, I'm gonna let you cover all the bad stuff. So, <laughs> lastly, on the news list for me is uh, Cash Money Records, man. Um, so, the report is saying that they paid the June rent for a lot of New Orleans residents uh, right now. So, man, shout out to them helping these people out. Um, I don't know that, uh, how many people, but, man, it says that they covered a lot of people's rent for the month of June. So, shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. Yeah, Did they pay it with the money they owe Lil Wayne? That's Probably. a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that could have happened. I, I don't know. I don't know what baby getting money from, but yeah, like who's on their record label? 
It's a it's folks there. Lil uh, Wayne's still on their record label, ain't he? I guess technically. No, is yeah. he out of deal? Yeah. Drake and Nicki Minaj still cash money, right? Uh I think Scorpion was Drake's last album over there. Hmm. Um, as far as Nicki, I'm not totally sure since she like retired, retired. I guess. Yeah. So for a little twist over there. Yeah, Le Twist maybe still. Is he there still making and, uh, music? He he dropped the song this morning, I think. Really? He yeah. was on dang what? He was on somebody album and he actually snapped on it. What we happened to Little Chucky, man? Oh, ain't he in jail or something? Is he? One of them is in jail. Damn. I don't know which. I think look I think it's Lil Chucky, but I'm not sure. Allegedly. I'm gonna say allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Uh but other than that, I mean they got uh they got Jacquees. Who? Cash money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the king of uh, R&B. R&B. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, man. yeah, yeah. That's crazy, but, man. That's enough for me, man. What, what you got? Man, man? The, uh, R.I.P. George Floyd. Um, bruh, that's a, like, honestly, that's the only news that I have. <laughs> like this is ridiculous, man. Like I'm, I'm. I was looking at at what happened at the video and all the things that are happening around, um, you know, this this incident and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, it's, it's tiresome. As a black man, mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. You know what I'm saying? And so, what's going on with the protest and everything? I understand it. I don't agree with everything, but I understand mm-hmm. why it's necess- it's a necessity to happen. So um, I just pray that everybody stays safe and nobody like gets hurt. I know we have it's been like reported somewhere that one person was killed last night in Detroit. But that was from like a drive by shooting or something like that. That was down there. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just it's it's sad. Like what happened to George Floyd and and the police just standing around looking like, hey, for nine minutes this man was was choked to death basically, and um, like the police, the rest of the other policemen were just looking at him like nothing's going on. That shit is uh, it's infuriating, like to the to the max, man. And and I feel like anybody with any type of platform should say something. Anybody with any type of platform should stand up for just what's right. Period. You know? Um, but that's all the news I got, man. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Like man, nothing wrong with that. It's, it's just frustrating, man. But anyway, we get right into this podcast, man. Um, this today we're talking about like mixtapes. Um, a few weeks ago, Mark, uh, you posted a a post. Saying, uh, let me see, can I find that post real quick? I thought What's I had X, it. Type in XNXX. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the funny part, I was about to do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got it pulled up. You got here. it? Hold on. Read it for, read it for me real quick. Uh, to do, to do. Damn, Damn, I thought I had it, it man. Give me one second. So, all right. Nope, that's not it. Sorry about that. Give me one second. So, I got it. You got it? Yeah. 
Oh, go for it. Um, all right, Mark. So a few weeks ago on May 2nd, you posted people labeled Jeezy's Trap or Die as the best, best mixtape of all time. And I agree. But Drake's So Far Gone is a close second. Um, I just want to get right into it, man. What inspired you to, to write that post? Man, real talk. I just like mixtapes. And I was, I haven't heard that mixtape actually in a while. And I was just thinking about like, what's a hard mixtape? And I would, some kind of way, I was listening to YouTube, right? While I was writing some of my ideas down and Drake Successful came on. And with the uh, the video came on, which is like a remix compared to the album version. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. the mixtape version. It had like Trey songs and some, mm-hmm. well, neither there. But that was a. <laughs> I'm just saying, neither here nor there. It was just it was the ball face, rape face Drake. Yeah. Rapping. And I was like, uh, <laughs> but now, now the weird looking Drake. And yeah. I was like, damn, this album's so fucking hard. Then the, I was like, but is it harder than Trap or Die? So I had posed a question to Facebook. That's what made me come up with it. Like, I was I, the successful video came on, and I was like, man, this mixtape was actually hard because Lil Wayne, the features on it were actually mm-hmm. like great. Then it crazy. Was, uh, the features on that fuck. was crazy. Then it's like the first time we actually heard a rapper go from singing to rapping to mm-hmm. singing to rapping, like, and it's it actually sounded good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, besides, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nelly could do a little all in my head, but that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that was, it was a perfect mixtape. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, Trap or Die was just it's it's some stuff that takes me over that that makes it a few steps over. Yeah, mm. you know what's crazy is I almost I almost jumped on on there and commented on it, and then I had mm. to stop myself and I was like, <laughs> "Yo, this might be a dope podcast." Yeah. yeah, So that's so after that I was like, "Man, let me get the time and show him this." And then I asked him, he was like, "I think so." Yeah, I think I think it wasn't too much longer. We had talked about yeah, yeah. like a few weeks ago. We the, was talking yeah. about we did uh, a artist spotlight and the album review for Jeezy, and mm-hmm. we brought that uh, mixtape up. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after that, I was just like, "All right, this might be super cool." So so then we went for it. So and yeah. now here we are. So now, now here we <laughs> thank are. you for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But okay, so um, so Travel Die is number one. Drake is is number two but for me Drake's so far gone and and this is biased because Trap or Die the mixtape was great and all but mm-hmm. the album is 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 what is is my reference point for that you know what I'm saying but for Drake's so far gone like that's like if I had to choose yeah that probably would be my number one just because like you said the features that's on there um, his way to to wave through throughout the music of singing mm-hmm. and, and rapping. Like, I like Drake better as a rapper, period. I think that's probably some of Drake's best work. Because um, compared to this and then his first album, I was like, I'll take this one all day. So far gone. Um, and then it's timeless. Just like the Jeezy uh, mixtape, just like uh, Lil Wayne you know, mixtapes. Like, I was trying to figure out which one I think is the best mixtape. And this So Far Gone and then uh, No Ceilings. I mean, I really can't choose between the two, man. But, um, 
my question to you, Mark, is in your opinion, what makes a mixtape different from an album? So this can go two different ways. So I'm going to take it back to Trap or Die days, right? Bet. Mm-hmm. You know, like 2003, 2004, all mixtapes were better than albums because let's just be real, the albums, you had a boardroom of people picking mm-hmm. the songs out for you. So with the mixtapes, you didn't have to worry about like sampling clearances. You didn't have to worry about paying, you know, features. You could put out, basically, it was your own creative process. So it was like, man, like you just, I like, I don't know. It's just like mixtapes, you could be yourself with the mix. Like you could do that now with albums. Some people, quote unquote, like independent people, you could be yeah. yourself. But it's like, that was the realest form of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mixtapes back in the day. So it's like, yeah. like Absolutely. And I agree because uh, at that point with mixtapes, and most time they were free. And there yeah. was a lot less control. So they were going in there doing anything that you want. You brought up Lil Wayne, and Lil Wayne is the perfect definition of it. Because he went in there and jumped on every single beat he wanted to. Everything. He didn't care. Yeah. And the great thing about mixtapes was, you know, none of that. Like, if you throw that on the album trying to make some money, somebody going to sue you with the quickness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the mixtape was free, and nobody was really making money. It was all about fun. I mean, you made money off shows. Um, but then, but can yeah. You, can you it was do all free? <laughs> like the like, I'm sorry, Steve, but No Ceilings was on. Uh, I mean, not No Ceilings, but Swag Surfing was on No Ceilings, right? In mm-hmm. concert, can he do that? That his verse, or or is that like illegal for him to do? He can do it until they tell him to cease and desist. Oh, okay. Uh, like for the like, for example, Jacquees when he mm-hmm. did the LMA remix and he yeah. started to do the shows and make money off of it. Yeah, and then he just stopped. And that's because uh, DJ Mustard put out a cease and desist to stop uh, doing it. So then at that point, he couldn't do it at the shows anymore. So he found a clever way around it, which he would just play the beat and let the crowd sing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at, at a particular point, if somebody wants to stop you from it, then yeah, at, at the point you start making money is when uh, it, gets dicey, it gets real dicey and people want to stop you from it because, you know, it takes away from the shine. Uh, yeah. Another example, um, uh, Keisha Cole and um, crap, what's his name? OT Genesis. OT Genesis. That's another example. He made the whole <laughs> the whole Cuz remix with the <laughs> Keisha Cole record. Yeah. And then if you notice, he he made a video on everything, and then it had to stop because they put out a cease and desist. So yeah, yeah. So it, it just really depends. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered that, man. Um. Yeah, man. So so. The mixtapes, I always liked uh like the mixtapes, you know, just because of that reason, Mark. Um, you know, it was a it was an added freedom that they put on there versus the the album. And I think that's the biggest thing with Drake's album. It was uh it was to me it was watered down. Like he did more singing than, than anything else on that first album, but then you got so far gone with this dude just ripping everything. And I'm like, goodness, man. That technically could have been an album instead of being a mixtape. So, um, no, nah, I'm with you on that one. Um, what are your top five mixtapes of all time? And uh, what was a close one? Close one, like I guess six and seven. So your top seven mixtapes, what you got? All right. 
man, I got about twelve. <laughs> go for it, man. No, go for it. <laughs> right, go for it, man. And, and no particular order, though. All right. I think okay, we got Crenshaw. Hmm. That's your hustle mistake. <laughs> the state uh, that's <laughs> hey. um, we already discussed so far gone and yeah, trap yeah. or die. Right. I feel like it's something I left out about trap or die before I divulge into the rest of them. Yeah. Like the reason that I feel trap or die is a hundred percent better or two or five two to five steps over so far gone. First of all, the first two songs when it come on, he's talking about Chattanooga. Yeah. Young Jesus. Yep. Come yep. on, bro. Real, yeah. You have to be biased you. just because of that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Then I went to school with Starlito. He was all starting. He was on Grey Goose. So it's like, yeah. bro, it's like, yep. okay, you talking about Chattanooga and I know this dude. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But I see you. I just, sorry about the little. But then we got Friday Night Lights by J. Cole. Yep. Mm. That's a um, solid one. High Fly with uh, Currency and Wiz. Okay. Uh, this going to be crazy. Still going in Reloaded by Lil Rich Homie Kwan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. When I moved to Atlanta in 2012, that's all they were playing. Yeah. Uh, we got Gift of Gab by Rocco. Yep. Mm. That was yeah. I was waiting for him to put some Rocco in. Yeah. We what happened him. to Rocco, man? I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, remember him and Future fell out. Future was writing his raps, and you know. Ah, Future. that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, we got um, Acid Rap, Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. Like I, one of those. Like I feel like that song. The reason I put that album up there, that mixtape up there, is because he has a song on there. Like, if you had to do a great and scale on how to make a song, mm-hmm. he has mm-hmm. a song on there that's uh, A plus, which is Cocoa Butter Kisses. It's, okay. So it's like that's like the if somebody say, "What does the perfect song sound like?" I would give him that. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. um, then we got man, all the old Crit stuff, all the old Nipsey stuff, and my last but not uh, least is a. Uh, me and Mr. Jones is a mashup mixtape of Amy Winehouse and Nas. Hmm. Oh, I ain't never heard that one. Oh, yeah. man, but Amy Winehouse was a gem, boy. Bro, download, if y'all listening to this, or when y'all listen to this, me and Mr. Jones, Amy Winehouse and Nas, so it has his old beats on there, it mm-hmm. has her old beats on there, and she sings all the hooks, like, you know what I'm saying? Like her old, I mean, you just got, man, that's, man, yeah. I don't even try to tell the end, man. Lie, bro. Lie. Lie. I think I got that junk off live mixtapes or something back in the wow. day. Wow, wow, that's way back in the day, man. Yeah, it's I'm a cool it cover right too now. if you look at it. Yeah, if you Google it, like that's a cool album cover, bro. Like, I'm, I'm pulling up. Out. I'm pulling up right now, actually, and I bro. just found it. I'm gonna yeah. listen to it. So, with that, are there any mixtapes that are like are close to being in there, but just just didn't make the cut. Uh, we got a this is like an underground mixtape. I think somebody created themselves. It's like Lauren Hill reciprocity. 
It's mm. like all it's like a song full of like unmixed songs. Mm-hmm. It's an album full of unmixed songs. She got one. She got a song on there. I, I don't forget the name of it, but man, I just I don't know. It's like I love hearing her rap. She can rap better than ninety nine percent of me. Yeah, hearing her yeah. sing. She was the she's the female Drake. Yeah, but Drake. Yeah, if you is think about it, her. yeah, Drake yeah. is the is the male Lauren Hill version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because um, uh, the story behind that was that they wouldn't let her be a rapper. They wanted her to be a singer. A singer, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so yeah. I think Drake noticed that with a, a song he put out last summer. What's that song with her? Care for me, care for me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's like yeah, he actually noticed that, you know. Some a mixtape because I like. Oh man, it's this dude. He from Mississippi, man. His name Coke Boomaye. Coke Boomaye. It's C O K E B U M A Y E. Gotcha. Oh my God, when you talking about punchlines, mm-hmm. man, that man like he. He be saying some crazy stuff, but he's a great storyteller, great punchline person. He's like, life is all about principles, like lean on me. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> I got oh, you. I'm gonna listen to that. I'm gonna check I'm that out, that. man. I love it when people yeah. give me new music to listen to. So, then yeah, I got um, a direction to go. So other Absolutely. than that, like it's I don't everything else is like it's hard for me to I, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to exhale different mixtapes when I just know it's a plethora of them. So it's yeah. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are like two hidden gems. We have three: yeah. Mrs. Jones, Re- Reciprocity with Lauren Hill, and um, Coke Boomaye, man, dude, Cole, man. Gotcha. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. I'm I'm going for that, especially mm-hmm. especially in the Amy Winehouse and Nas because <laughs> I didn't know nothing about it. Nah, so you're gonna be shocked about sure. this. I swear, you're gonna be shocked about this Coke Boomaye dude. Like it's a like he gives me those old big crit vibes. Like yeah. when Big Crit came out with the Boaster Brag. Usually yeah. that was like one of the first songs. He said, Women are like packages shipped, they come in damage. And most niggas sign as soon as they get hold of panties. I said, Oh my God. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I might check that one out, yeah. man. That that's going it's in the, the stage real quick. Yeah, it's called Bolster Brag Remix, Big Crit, man. So, yeah. I got you. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, we've talked about Trap or Die and, like, the success that it had. Because, I mean, we were there, like, to mm-hmm. see this do what it did. Like, I remember in, in Chattanooga, and, I, I man, I, I'm trying to remember if I can remember who was all there. Uh, but it was so many people in the whole note that night. That the whole month. and I don't know if Mark did. Did you get a chance to see Jeezy in Chattanooga? No, I was probably in, I was in college. Gotcha. So I was up there at TSU. So no. Gotcha. I'm trying to man. It was this one night and man, I I used to be back and forth from college, go home all the time on the weekend. But you know, MT was a suitcase camp, suitcase campus yeah. as they call. Everybody was going yeah. on the weekends. Oh yeah. So there was this one night in the whole note. And Jesus came, right? And I mean to tell you, when the club, when he came out and he did, like like he could do that whole mixtape, but when he did that whole mixtape, when I tell you the club knew every single word, like it was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Bro, like I only amazing. seen three three people do that in Chattanooga, man. 
Three. Who was that? Richard Kwan. Yeah. Future. Yeah. And Mr. Lucci. Mr. Lucci. Man, Mr. Lucci came to First Friday one night at the Phoenix over there off by Bunny Oaks over there by Highway uh, okay. 58, I think. Yeah. Man, yeah. Mr. Lucci tore that bitch down. Man, I wonder where he's at right now. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I listened to Diabolical yesterday, though. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I still listen to Mr. Luchi and Mr. Pookie from time to time. But uh, going off of that and the success that we saw with that mixtape, do you think? Do you think that any mixtape can like replica that success? Well, you gotta realize. Um. Yes. The reason I say that, but as an adult, for me, no because I don't feel like I will be taking lessons from another grown man at this point. So like we mm. took dressing lessons from Jeezy because of that. Like I'm not finna dress like, you know what I'm saying? We ran tall tees. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we skinny niggas wearing uh size 48 pants when you yeah. know you were 34. Yes. Did make sense. Um, Absolutely. Are you wearing a fucking size nine fitty cap knowing your head a seven and a half? It's like yes. Jeezy had us doing shit. Like Jeezy had us doing shit that I feel like, yes, to some of these, to the kids, to this generation, like they have a Jeezy. I don't know who the hell that is, yeah. but they're mocking and mimicking everything they're doing. So yes, I feel like there's another mixtape out that has the same influence mm-hmm. or the the same I guess mass appeal as Jesus Trap or Die, I'm just too old to notice what it is because mm. I'm not mimicking what I'm seeing or hearing. Yeah. Man, that's a good point. That is a good that's point. That's a real man. good point. Dressing a fool. <laughs> you know what's crazy? And I'm gonna bring it up. If, if you think like, all right, if y'all know who if y'all know Money Mark, uh y'all know that he's tall. And if you know me, Steve O Steve, then you know that I'm short. Like if I stand beside him, man, I'm I'm pretty short, and I probably wore the same fucking size T as mm-hmm. he did yeah. around that same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Like the shit was down to my knees; it was ridiculous. Bro, like, my shit covered my knees, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, having so much fun. <laughs> Jeezy actually, Jeezy, Jeezy made us make dumb decisions. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying we did. Jeezy told us to do dumb stuff, but we were in the era that. A nigga would rather have a box Chevy than a brand new Honda Accord. You feel me? Because you want oh, to have true. the dope boy look. You want yeah. to have the Crown Vic. I think you had got a Crown Vic or something, right, Steve? Yeah, I had a Crown Vic. A Grand Marquis. Like, you wanted the bubble Caprice. You wanted to have the 96 Impala just to look like a dope boy because of Jeezy's influence. Yeah. Drake didn't make you do shit, Tommy. Nah. <laughs> nah. He just told me I want to be successful. I was like, yeah, but, me too, man. <laughs> but the stuff I'm saying should sway your opinion, right? Or has yeah. it swayed? Definitely. Definitely. Nah, Drake, uh, Jeezy, man. Yeah, Jeezy came with something different, boy. And and that was the that was the the thing then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the 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 style, the look, the the cool thing, the it thing then, man. Like now, like you said, I have no clue what it is now. I try to, you know, I like what I like. And uh man, I it's try skinny jeans to- and big ugly ass shoes, man. Man, yeah. bro, I seen <laughs> I was at the gas station last night. I seen a dude with them two chain shoes on. Man, that motherfucking heel look like a damn 
Subway sandwich. That thing was so <laughs> man. <laughs> For real, like, I'm like, bro, and you, in my head, I'm like, bro, somebody finna give you some pussy right now? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the, this ain't even the craziest part about it. You know them shoes cost like $2,000, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my mama, this man got two Cigarellos and five on pump two. No lie. I'm like, bro, what the uh, hell are you doing? <laughs> you gotta go give your shoe to him, man. Yeah. Exactly. Fill your tank up, man. And he ain't even had no tag on the back of his car, so he mm. might be in jail right now. Yeah, it's, that's possible. That is uh, possible, man. The only... And, like, going, going off that point, one thing I will say is Jeezy taught us how now, for some people, they took it the wrong way. I'll be honest. Uh, he taught us that, you know, you know, the trap ain't just the the dope house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, he taught you how to hustle. Like, you either going to get some money or you ain't. Um, mm-hmm. For some people, they went the other way and just went straight to drug dealing where some of us was like, shit, we can make money so many different ways. Um, mm-hmm. So, man, that's one thing about Travel Data I really love and the way that it changed, like, everything. Um, but yeah, man, man, that was some good ass times though. Yeah, I'll be honest, that was tall tees, man. I forgot about them fucking tall tees. Then, then one one more thing to add about Jeezy off the mixtape. Jeezy came out with recession, right? Yeah. When the shit came out, it wasn't no gas. It was like 2008 or something Mm -hmm. like that. It wasn't no fucking gas. We went to Atlanta class. It wasn't no damn black gas. But nigga, Jeezy led us through that era. With the uh, my president is black and all that yep. shit. It's like Jeezy, was that recession? Yeah, yeah, but, that's what um, yeah, Jeezy, nigga, my ambitions of a hustler and shit. Like Jeezy cultivated our culture to what it is now. Like Jeezy, Jeezy's music is timeless because it brings back so many memories. I, when I listen to Drake so far gone to make it another second, all I remember is being broke as fuck and working at the Sprint call center and getting fired. And I want to be successful, and I didn't start working on being successful until I got the fuck away from a Nashville. So you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it yeah. brings back the, I it's Jeezy. Like I don't know, but I'm not. I, I I'm biased. I'm biased <laughs> to I'm biased to Jeezy. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I'm be honest, man. My um, man, my number two isn't so far gone. Uh, my number two would be Cushion Orange Juice, man. Bro, that's a lot of people number two, but I never really listened to that. Cushion what? Orange Juice? Bro, no. For real? Because I was, How Fly, I didn't think they could, man, How Fly is a, the perfect, like, for any setting, How yeah. Fly, <laughs> you can be with a woman, you could be yeah. with your homeboys, you could be about to do a drive-by, you could yeah. be about to get some pussy. You could be goddamn with your mama. You could be smoking some weed. You could be drinking. You'd be about to go to the club. You could be going on a first date. You'd be going to get a divorce. That motherfucking shit is smooth all the way through. So I didn't think Cushion Orange Juice could match. I didn't think my mama would get in the car and be like, all right, let that ride. You feel (laughs) Damn. Nah, man. As much as I don't want to give that light-skinned motherfucker any credit, shit. You might be right. Nah. Cushion on shit. Bro, listen to listen to How Fly with your with your kids in the car and get then listen to Cushion Orange Shoes with your kids in the car. Guess what you're gonna say? Yeah. This shit don't have no genre. <laughs> genre. That is facts. That is facts. That All is right. actual facts. 
Goodness gracious, man. Yeah. Man, That's funny, man. I might have to switch that around. You ain't know I'm gonna be on here dropping gems. Dropping gems, man. I hey, that's you what to. we want. That's how <laughs> sure. I expected you to. I knew it was coming. I knew it was <laughs> <Look> coming. <at> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> hey, hey, ain't no, ain't just anybody getting on this platform. I tell right, you that, man. I knew nah. it was coming. But that's yeah, me, man. man. So one thing, um, one thing that we know, man, that you love is comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, knowing you for so long, I've witnessed you pretty much do comedy like all through high school. Um, yeah. And just I got literally... a story about that too, man. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it's just a, a, a underclass. Like, okay, so everybody, we all went to school together. <laughs> Steve and Mark graduated, I think like two years before me mm-hmm. or something like that. And uh, man, before school started, we always used to go to the, uh, we, if you get there early, you could go inside, stand where the uh, the outside of the gym is. Them niggas used to be like 6.54 in the morning checking the shit out of each other. <laughs> like, Mark come through and pretty much shut the whole thing down. Nobody else. Him and uh, Rail used to be mm-hmm. up there checking the shit out of each other, man. I'm just trying to, I'm just a little underclassman trying to be quiet, but laughing my ass off. Getting ready to go to home because <laughs> you knew if you hey, laughed at the wrong time, man, laugh at the wrong time, ass. you're in the hot seat. <laughs> you're in the hot seat, buddy. Bro, <laughs> bro did the, you know standing outside right there? People, mama and them used to be dropping oh, them off and shit. And man, you you know who mama had a regular car because they drop them off at the entrance and shit. They gonna walk the whole mile up there because you know when your mama dropping you off in that raggedy motherfucker. Even though I just got off the bus and my mama didn't have no car. I'm finna let your motherfucking ass have it, boy. I'm finna let you have it, boy. Man. Like, boy. I remember I told a nigga one day, his mama, his mama pulled up. She, I, I don't know who busted her windows out, but y'all remember Jermichael Clark? Yes. Yeah. But cheeks, do. that's what they call him. But his mama pulled up one day, bro. And somebody busted her windows out, right? She had all clear plastic bags on the car, right? I like damn. Somebody just got your mama car to clean us, didn't it, boy? That shit was so damn stupid. <laughs> 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 so yeah, man, that was like some crazy shit, bro. Like I remember them days, bro. Bro, that was that was like by far one of the best times in school for me. Yeah, like because you knew you was gonna go there, you knew you was gonna laugh, and you just hope not to be in the hot seat. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know, oh, bro. I, Man, it man, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, it, trust me, you get in the hot seat quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real you, quick. Just, you still will, you still will. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you still will. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. Oh, man, that's so funny, man. You know, with that, and just you know, your proven track record with comedy and just how much we know that you love it. Um, do you gain any inspiration from mixtapes? Um, and the reason why I asked this question is because when I thought about this question, I remember the thing that came to my mind was um, Chris Rock when he put out that mm-hmm. album. Uh, when he was with, I think it was, was he with No Limit at the time? Or did he just put it out and it looked like it was like that No Limit uh, oh, CD he cover? He looked like, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so I remember him putting that out and then I also uh, I have a homeboy. His name is uh, uh, Brad Sativa up here in Nashville. And he actually just put out one 
uh, as well. So mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, I was always curious of what made comedians want to do uh, actual whole album because you don't see many of them. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I always wonder, do you gain any inspiration from mixtapes as far as putting something like that together? Or as far as in your stand-up, like is anything that from mixtapes, with your love for mixtapes, does it trans, does it fall over into your comedy? I wouldn't just particularly put it on mixtapes. I would just particularly put it on albums mm. uh, or just music in general. Mm. So I write my uh, comedy out like a rap. So when I be up there, I be performing like a rapper. So it's like, this shit might not rhyme, but I know what go right here, what go right there, what go right there. Yeah. And also like, um, on the back end of it, like just listening to Nipsey Hussle or Rocco, it's like the, you hear from the from the I guess the groundbreaking. So you hear from the groundbreaking to the foundation to the roof with their stuff. So mm-hmm. and you hear what they fill it fill the house up with. So it's like um, they teach you the game or the inspiration or how to get to where you need to be. That's why I say like right now it's like all the shit I'm doing is because of Nipsey Hussle's blueprint. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the blueprint he laid out. So it's like, I'm following the exact steps or similar steps to him to get to where I'm at. But Rocco tells you how to stunt with how what your grind got you. So it's like, Rocco is like, okay, I'm going to get that shit. But Nipsey Hussle is like, okay, I need to start this shit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Man, it, it feels so good to have another Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> I'm not you know, saying that I'm not a fan, but I, I like I didn't start paying attention to him until the look at the shirt. Yeah. I, saw, I noticed that. I noticed that. Man, like, <laughs> like, hey man, y'all, hey, you thought I was playing when I was like, man, like I was really hurt. Nah, but, I, nah, I believe you, man. Bro, I believe you. I I met Nipsey right. Hmm. And I got Crenshaw album. I think it's one of one, one of fifty or one of five hundred. It's one of yeah. Both. And when I let him sign it, he was like, uh, "Bro, I ain't never seen one of these before, bro. Where you get this from?" I was like, "Bro, they bought that shit for me at work for Secret Santa." He was like, "For real?" And that nigga, if you would actually look on my Instagram, you are gonna see him looking at the damn album like this. Like yeah. he was admiring the album because yeah. he never seen that shit before. And only thing I really regret from that day. When I left, he tried to goddamn, you know, slap me up, dap me up. But I was so mm. nervous. My hands was wet. I just dapped him up. I'm like, bro, I'm going to see him again and actually yeah. give him five. And I was like, fuck. I seen him at the concert, but I didn't, bro. Yeah. I was like, bro, yeah. I never got a chance. That's one thing I regret is like actually not actually gripping. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what's crazy? And like, I know we're kind of going off subject, but it just hit me like, when you said you had the one regret was, well, no, you said that you would feel like you would see him again. It's crazy because yeah. I felt the same way. He was here in Nashville mm-hmm. for uh, this girl named Coco. Uh, she used to do the beat battles here. Mm-hmm. And he came and he was a judge. And it was like way, this was back when he he dropped Keys to the City. Okay. Uh, the first one. American. And, yeah. And he was here and doing a beat battle. And that was around the time he first started the Crenshaw Clothes. And I was like, man, I was on stage with the DJ. And I'm telling I'm telling my homeboy, DJ Breezy, he was like, man, I ain't got no tracks for him. And I was like, man, look, I'm going to tell you all the tracks. Just get them right now. And I was like, keys to the city, hustle in the house, so on and so forth. And we, you know what I'm saying, we just ranging off in there having fun. And 
I look down there and I see him and I'm like, man, my homeboy was the host. His name was, uh, oh no, he's, oh crap. I just drew a blank. Uh, old head. Keep going. Oh my bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we called him old head. He was the host that night. And I was like, man, Hey man, ask him if he brought some clothes with him. Cause I was just going to purchase some clothes. I didn't want no clothes free. I just wanted if he brought some with him. And I was going to be like, man, I was just going to buy some off of him since he was here. And he was right there. And for some reason, his mic didn't work. And that was a whole nother story. But he was like, he was like, man, I ain't bring none with me. Uh, man, just, you know, maybe next time or whatever, so on and so forth. And I was like, cool. And I wanted to talk to him a little more. But I was like, I was like, man, we got the show going on and stuff. I'm just going, I'm like, just like cool. And I just kind of, you know, went back to where I was at with the DJ. And I had the whole thought was like, man, I'm going to run to Nipsey again. I'm going to run into him again. And shoot. Didn't get a chance to. Yeah. And I wish I would have took, just like you, I wish I would have like just took that moment instead of being, because I was nervous too. I was, so, I was so damn nervous. I put two thumbs up and it was, I put two thumbs up to him like some weird <laughs> shit. Like, oh, cool. You know, like just, just being, yeah, like something weird. I was like, what the hell did I just do? And I wish I would just walk up the stage, went over there and talked to him instead of like just kind of, you know, like, oh, okay. I, you know, but yeah, man, dude, I just wanted to share that story though. On some real shit, dude was like uh, Michael Jordan or Jay-Z for me. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, when I was talking about young Jeezy's influence that he had on the culture as far as like clothing and all that shit, mm-hmm. Nipsey's blueprint has put a fucking imprint on how I move now. It's sort of yeah. like his, like, I guess his mantras or his the the morals and the codes that mm-hmm. he actually, you know, spewed out or actually embodied is like I follow that same shit. Like the essence, I think, you know, what I'm saying the essence of that nigga's hustle is in me now. Yeah. So I feel like mm-hmm. I can actually transfer that energy to different people. You feel yeah. me? Like I I, I want to be like that nigga vibe. When I met the nigga, it's like our vibrations were the same. We were on the same frequency. Yeah, yeah. So it's like so. Yeah, sorry. That's cool, deep. man. Like when when I started really paying attention to Nipsey and really started listening to his music and stuff, I see why. You know what I'm saying? Like start mm-hmm. paying attention to what he was doing because he was putting out positive stuff. He was putting out mm-hmm. stuff that you know was right. You felt it was right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and I appreciate stuff like that because we don't get it a lot. You know what I'm saying? One thing people don't really recognize about Nipsey because he has a lot of up-tempo beats. Very, you know, like with Freddie Gibbs. When you listen to Freddie Gibbs, you know he he's a dark rapper based off the beats mm-hmm. he picked. Absolutely. He's schoolboy Q. But with Nipsey, he picked so much up-tempo beats and shit. But he was one of the darkest rap. He was dark like Freddie Gibbs as well because he talked about his death or killing a whole lot. And I didn't really notice that mm-hmm. because I was just vibing out with him. Yes. I didn't notice that shit until he died. Yes, yes. I think it was, um, man, I think it was on the new record. uh, uh, Racks in the Middle. Yes, Racks in the Middle, where he said something. It was either Racks in the Middle or it was another record off the uh, Victory Lap. And when he said it, man, I just got chills. I was like, oh, this man. Like, almost like he knew. Like, it was doing something to go. Like, he spoke like Stevie Wonder. He he spoke about... uh, uh, ocean views. He talked about how Stevie Wonder was on, um, you know, be at his funeral. How he gonna like have uh, money thrown in his casket mm-hmm. and all type of shit. And the craziest part about that, I know this is kind of off the subject, but this this 
the craziest part about that when he says um, at, at the end of that verse, he, before the, the chorus comes in, he says, until that day, he was talking about his death, but he says, until that day, the damn numbers on that fucking song is 331. That's the day he died. Mm. So he was talking mm-hmm. about his death. But when you go to, if you actually put 331, fast forward that song to three minutes and 31 seconds, and you say, till that day, that's a, I said, bro, ain't that fucking crazy? That's crazy. But right I, yeah. That's but wild, man. Stuff. It was a, yeah, man, man, a teacher, cold, bro. bro, a oh, teacher yeah. in cold, oh, yeah. and, and was only just finished seeing, bro. I, his growth was amazing where he was yeah. at. Like he was, man. So, oh, all right, all right, let's get into <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> take a, we had to take a break. We're <laughs> speaking this into existence. People are going to use this podcast as a reference for success. Watch. I hey. appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Hey. And that's it. That's the only hope, man. You know. Don't like, hope. No. That's a weak yeah. word. Hope, faith, believe. Fucking no. You know what? Absolutely. You're right. Absolutely. You got to right. speak and say, hey, this is going to be what it's going to be. And then that's what it's going to be. Because then, no, when you when we when we put those words like hope in the background and it, then it's, mm. you know, just in case it mess up, I, you know, it's safety net. Yeah. But nah, man, like when I left, when I left my job to do the real estate, and the yeah. focus full time on the podcast, podcast, you know, I took my safety net away. And it yeah. was like, man, either I'm gonna grind and get it or, uh, <laughs> or not, you know? So, yeah. nah, man, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, um, man, with that, man, what are your plan? What are your plans going forward, man? I know you got a lot of things going on. We already talked about inspiration and you know, kind of where we're where you're at. Man, what what is in the future for Money Mart Fairbanks? So, so to for I'm gonna give you a brief synopsis of the first couple years, then I'm gonna give you the end goal. All right. Is that cool? Yeah. So or the end game. Brief synopsis, I'm gonna start a trademark TV. I just like a platform. I all the shit I like, I'm going to make a show about it. Like I like tennis shoes. So I've been going around to people's houses filming their shoes because I got tired of filming my fucking shoes. I was like, shit, I'm going to have to keep buying fucking shoes because I yeah. show 20 yeah. or 30 shoes at one time. Yep. Yeah. I like cologne, so I've been doing cologne reviews. Uh, I like women with natural hair, so I make women doing natural hair. I got like, I don't like makeup, but I feel women need makeup tutorials. I got a comedy show. That's why I got this brick background. I just put that up. Yeah. Um, Oh, I got a my holistic doctor. He's going to be giving like meditation, mm-hmm. meditation advice, and health advice, and playing his bamboo flute for relaxation mode. I got a man. I got so I got a, like a plethora. I got a fake stand up show. Did I say that? I got a plethora yeah. of stuff that I'm working on now. But it's like okay, but my end goal is like always to build my own community. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I mm-hmm. feel like with this looting shit that's going on right now. Looting or riding it doesn't have a fucking destination. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it it, it doesn't. It, it's it's just you're gonna be in one spot the whole time. That's the destination. Like you're not gonna go anywhere. Looting or riding. So I want to build my own community because I feel like black people. We like the mafia. We just don't. We just not organized enough to mm-hmm. know how it needs to be ran. So oh, we. Man. So I feel like we're going. I need to start my community because I feel like the demise of black people is going to be. Um, 
uh, uh, financial illiteracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, if you if we build an economic system, that's when we can buy po- politicians and fucking yeah. judges and motherfucking lawyers and shit. So I feel like if I could build a community with like Black Wall Street, my own Black Wall Street, because I'm one of my my end goal is to build my own community and be one of the greatest black leaders of all time. Yeah. So just to be real with you, but I know what the fuck I got to do. I got to build my foundation with this damn TV network mm-hmm. to get to where I need to be. I need to yeah. build an influence because I mean, I just seen how Donald Trump fucking won the fucking president. He was on the apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. On fucking TV all the fucking time, like yeah. we at the point now. I don't even need no experience. I just need to have a successful business, mm-hmm. and I need mm-hmm. to have a following behind me because I need to run for president before Kim Kardashian do. No, I'm just fucking with, but I not not run for president, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but I need not just fucking with y'all, but uh, <laughs> but I just need I just want to build my I just want to build my own community with houses, subdivision, court systems, uh, my own police, gas stations, stores. We sell nothing but black shit, just like the Jewish people do. Because, mm-hmm. you know, their money circulates 19 times before it leaves the community. Right. Black people money. Nigga, we go straight from, we go Six straight hours from direct later. deposit. Nigga, three hours later. Three hours later. Like, yeah, because you, like, bro, you ain't ate good in two weeks. Nigga, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, you gonna eat good like a motherfucker, then you be back to your noodles and hot dogs for the rest of the 12 days. Yeah. But still, yeah. it's sort of like, we are financially irresponsible. So I want to teach financial literacy. I want to teach people how we need our own politicians, our own laws, our own subdivision. That way we won't have to loot. We won't be out here getting killed by fucking police because we have built our own economic foundation mm-hmm. and, or actually, you know, community. So I just want to build my own so I can inspire somebody else. Hey, I'm going to buy some land. I'm going to build some houses for black folks. I'm going to, and that's how we come together collectively. So yeah. I just want to work together. Cause it's great what I'm gonna say. It's sort of like you see this hand. Like if I do that to you, you feel me? Poke you in the fucking eye. You be like, oh, you poke me in the eye. But if I, if I, all my fingers work together and I punch your ass in the eye, I'm gonna knock your ass out. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like black people, we are fingers right now. We need to ball the fuck up and actually come together mm-hmm. to devise a plan. So yeah, definitely, man. Goodness gracious! I'm so right absolutely, and I'm I'm with it. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm that's absolutely the, with it. That's where all of this came from. Yeah, you know, pretty much yeah. uh, with the Black Wall Street. Like, I got real into it because I thought it was a grand idea that people that look like me are all these professionals, and we build our own community. You know, we pol- police our own people. We do mm-hmm. our own. We teach our own children. And we won't run into a lot of issues that we have. But the first thing is the, the way it starts at is in our pockets. Mm-hmm. And it, it's mm-hmm. like the, the age old question for me was. Where the where do we get the capital to start doing these things? And I started paying attention to um, Jay-Z, Kevin Hart and uh, um, I think it was Diddy. And I was like, I, mm-hmm. I chose them because I love Kevin Hart. Um, and Jay-Z, like, the greatest of all time to me, um, I figured out what they do. Like, what what everything they have their hands on. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he has this, 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 and this. He did this, he did that. Boom, boom, boom. 
But the one thing they all had in common was they had multiple businesses. So I was like, I have to do something like that. But that's not taught in our community. So the best thing I could do for the generation behind me is to go do it to where they can see it. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Like, you, you know what I think I feel like you left out on there? What's that? Because I, I, I don't like LeBron James, the basketball player like that, because I'm a fan of Michael Jordan. But all yeah. those people you named, um, I don't think they have multiple businesses. I feel like if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, take your friends. The team uh-huh. they built around them are the reason they have multiple businesses. So I would look at it as I would simplify that to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I would simplify that to two over four to one half. But if you simplify it down to that, the people they surround themselves with are the reason. Because you've never heard a fucking scandal about LeBron James or Barack nope. Obama. Not at like, all. You know, but they're solid. They have solid team around yeah. them, bro. It's sort of like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can really go far. You can go fast if you want to by yourself. Yeah. But you can go far. With, like, LeBron, the reason I say, like, Michael Jordan, only nigga I know he cool with is Charles Oakley. Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah but he has went fast. Mm-hmm. But but you got to understand, LeBron James has taken his friends with him and will surpass Michael Jordan publicly, publicly because of the the influence he has yeah. on the people around him and oh, vice definitely. versa. Oh, definitely. So that's why I said, like, yeah. No, I'm sorry, man. Sorry, bro. <laughs> no, no good, man. man. We love good, it, man. We, we love good, it, man. And, and that's the whole point. Like, you know, we ain't on here just shooting the shit, you know, just to be doing it. But we want people to take stuff away from each and every Definitely. podcast. So, man, whatever it is, there's, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I always look at it this way. And I I, I tell people around me, too, if it's, man, when somebody look like they got to get something out, let them get it out. Yeah. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? Like, sit back. Don't say nothing. Just listen. Let them get it mm-hmm. out. Because mm-hmm. most of the time you're there for a reason. Uh mm-hmm. And it's something that they're saying that you are meant to hear at that current moment. Yeah. Um, whether it's to inspire you, whether it's to help you, or whether it's confirmation just to let you know that you are on the right track. Um, like a lot of stuff that you're saying is stuff that I've been thinking about. And it's just like, dude. It's just kind of like know. confirmation. Yeah. You, you know, confirmation. Man. Keep, keep going. And not only that, the same thing that you were saying, like as far as building the team, like, like I was saying before we even got on here, man. This whole thing is is to build, you know, build on top of this. And I've always been like I had to look at myself and look at how, <coughs> what I used to do. And I've always been willing to help people <coughs> and not expect anything in return. Yes. And Mark, you will know, it, you know, where we come from, we have to have our stuff together to take care of other folks at certain yeah, point yeah, in time yeah, 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 yeah. without even, you know, saying receiving. So. You know, I looked at that and was like, man, what what is my purpose here? And you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, man, it's just a service and the help. And and whatever that is, whether it's inspiring, helping, uh, pulling people up, whatever it is, that's what I'm gonna do. So mm-hmm. man, nah, like, man, if you got something you wanna speak, man, let it out. Yeah. We ain't got number time. We having fun. Right. I'm enjoying it, this. Man. You know what I'm saying? So never apologize. Yeah. I would say never apologize for you know what I'm saying what so, you got on your heart. So I know this is some random shit, but like, I just want y'all to know like what y'all doing is serious, even though you probably haven't reached the 
where you want to be at or reach the monetary gain or goals that you have. But I'm going to tell you something. So this is exactly what, why I'm telling you. Last week, I'm filming my sneaker show last week. Mm-hmm. So it's with my coworker's husband. I think they got, congratulations, they got married yesterday. But it's a husband, I guess, now. But he was, I don't know what the fuck. It was Beyonce. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was the nigga in the house. The nigga who stayed with him. So, yeah. yeah. So I get over there. I'm doing a sneaker show. This nigga done put on a whole fucking outfit. You know, coronavirus. He ain't going nowhere. This nigga got fear of guys on, fear of guy pants, fear of guy shirt. I saw that. Yeah. Two watches on, fucking yeah. bracelets on. This nigga had on like $1,500 worth of clothes. Get upstairs to film. This nigga had his shoes laid out. This nigga had two minutes worth of stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, for each shoe and all type of shit, right? Yeah. So I was like, then, you know what I'm saying? Then the nigga was just so fucking organized. I go downstairs, I leave, pack up. Then I go back to work. Coworker was like, man, he was so ready for that. He was so happy. And he was like going back and forth, sticking with shoes. I was like, damn, people taking me serious out here. Yeah. So when y'all yeah. asked me to be on this show, after seeing that last week, I wrote down all the fuck shit I wanted to say. <laughs> like I said, like, when I showed y'all this before we start recording, but that was the reason I showed y'all that it was like, yeah. people taking me fucking serious out here because shit. So I'm doing my fucking media training, even though I'm cussing right now with y'all. It's like, yeah. bruh, I fuck with what y'all are doing. Like, keep that shit up because I don't know how many people take y'all serious, but nigga, I only take it one person to take y'all ass serious and you're going to change the rest of your life. That's Absolutely, it. man. That's it. Absolutely. Man, I appreciate you taking it serious, man. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a funny ass nigga. People know. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Been yeah, that like, way for a long time, too. Like, all the listeners, I promise you, this is my word that this is that. Yeah. Look, like people, you say, man, you should manage me because the way you talk about people, I just don't want to be the manager. But I'm going to tell you right now, this man is probably one of the funniest people I've ever heard. And that's not to put any pressure. I'm just being honest. This man will make you laugh and cry at the same time, right? right. Dead ass serious. And niggas didn't even know I was dropping gems. <laughs> no. Right, right, <laughs> no, nah. not at all. <laughs> Going clean over their head. Yeah, not at all. So yeah, yeah man. So Mark, yes. before we get out of here, man, let us know where we can follow you. Let us know, uh, you know, what we need to look forward to, and everything like that. Well, man, just to follow me, man, is uh, YouTube. You got Trademark TV, which I'll be launching in uh, probably mid-summer-ish. I don't want to put a date on it yet. I just, okay. I'm in the process of, you know, I'm learning. So the reason I say I'm learning is that I used to drop shit. I used to record videos and drop them daily. Mm-hmm. Now I'm recording seasons of shit. So I mm-hmm. have whole seasons of shit. That way, if I drop in July, I already have July and August already filmed. Mm-hmm. So I can be working on September, October, and July, August. So, right, right, right. So for the people who probably don't understand, so I'm working on Trademark TV. You can find me on Trademark TV on YouTube, Trademark TV on um, Instagram as well. Uh, my Twitter got hacked a couple weeks ago. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, oh, I just said fuck Twitter. Uh, uh, I just Google tweets now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not for real. Um and what I have working on in the future, man, um, I, I, bro, I'll be real with you. Wherever this road takes me, I know I'm taking the path less, the unbeaten path, the Robert Frost poem or whatever the hell that shit called, mm-hmm. the road that's taken or whatever yeah. like that. Yeah. But I'm taking travel. that path. Road less, yeah, travel. I'm taking that fucking path 
Like I'm taking the path with the damn uh, spike strips in it, motherfucking hurdles, a pole vault. Uh, right, right. Some fat bitches. Like I'm taking that path. You know what I'm saying? But I'm taking that fucking path. So as far as I, I know tra- trademark TV is going to be jumping off this summer. I know I'm going to build my own community. But as far as what I have to offer people, shit, this fucking podcast, goddamn it, we got them going with this damn podcast. <laughs> I have to offer y'all this damn podcast, and y'all gonna shit. If I have some, hopefully they'll shout it out and let y'all know. I don't oh, yeah. fucking know right now, but trademark TV is where it's at. I All can't. Right. I don't know. Like <laughs> I like waking up not fucking knowing. Like every morning, like I didn't know I was gonna build this fucking shit right here, so I just had an idea and like. No offense, but build that wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yes, That's what's absolutely. absolutely. No, no MAGA. Mexicans always get across, so it don't mean make America great again. Mexicans always get across. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. I got you, man. That's what's up, man. Um, You guys, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, This episode was produced by 3 Amp Media. And uh, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the podcast. We're on YouTube now at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. And you can find Steve O. Steve on Instagram at the great Steve O. Steve. And uh, yeah, guys, join the discussion. All right. Steve, you got anything? Uh. You know, normally I say something funny. Yeah. But today, man, hey, I, I just want to say, because I know there's somebody out there that's probably going to get inspired. Uh, and we don't know who you are. You're probably going to be close to us or you're not. But, man, hey, go for it. Yeah. Like, you, you may be sitting there right now debating. You probably, I ain't saying go for it without a plan. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying go for it. Yeah. If it's something you got and you've been sitting on it, go for it. That's all I got, man. That's it? That's it. Mark, you good? Hey, man, look, bro. Y'all just keep up the good work. Keep inspiring. Keep being great. Keep being positive black figures in the damn black community. And that's, man, and don't change. Be yourself, bro. Just be yourself. People, I hate, people, let me just tell you this. When I say be yourself, don't conform. I don't want y'all to conform. I don't want y'all because you got to realize People don't mimic white, black people who act like white people. People mimic mm-hmm. real blackness. Right. So do not conform. You guys got something good going on, man. Don't conform. Like, be yourself. I ain't got nothing else to say. For real, though. Just- <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate Keep it. the good work. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, guys, man, I'm out, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.